Hello and welcome to the land of Erun, where the weird and wild are mundane. We join an eclectic band of adventurers seeking fame, fortune, and trouble. There's Grace Hanna Glimmergrin, the halfling cleric. Torlar, the pretentious elven wizard. Kazidger, the drow assassin. And the brothers Savakrith, Gerevis, and Yamarashi, a Goliath warrior and barbarian. And I, the gentle god of this world. Let's see what fate has in store on this episode of Dungeons and Disorder. Tell Boris to shut up. Okay, hello and welcome to another episode of Dungeons and Disorder. We are joined by the four least important members of the team, because Joe cannot be with us today. And we are going to start with Alex. Oh my god. Hey, I'm Alex. I'm playing Graysana. Uh, Anthony will be played by a dog today, Barishka. Uh, Blake? I'm Blake, and I'll be playing the Drow Rogue Kazidra. And uh, Tor. Hey, I'm Tor, and I'm actually here, and I'm pretty sure I died, so I think I'm going to play uh, a half ogre prostitute. <laughs> Cortesian, please. Good choice. So, uh, to recap, after making some small errors and being trapped on the uh, second floor, the intrepid band of adventurers decided, after uh, tripping the painting trap in the room and subsequently defeating it, they would... A, first try to smash through the wall, and when that didn't work, to jump off of the balcony and go in through the front door. Um, after passing through the front door, uh, dispelling the magic on the front of it, and sprinting through the hall, the display room, into the storage area with guards hot on their trail, they decided to go into the basement where they heard the guards decide to drop the trapdoor and uh, put some heavy weight on top of it. Um, and we left off with you with that, with you guys in this wine cellar basement. Excuse me. In the wine cellar basement. Uh, now uh, trapped between a rock and a hard place. You're telling me you guys went down trapdoor while being pursued. While being pursued, yeah, yeah they fine did. if someone hadn't failed their fucking stealth check. I don't know, man. Should have like <laughs> murdered the guards first. There were a lot of them. We got spooked. They didn't even see how many there were. They honestly. just they just started of running. <laughs> it seemed like a lot of them. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm up to speed. When we're dumb and we're all going to die. Yes, so <laughs> that is pretty we, much We it. still have access to the vault, right? Down here, because um, it's a continuation the from the wine cellar. Right, the wine cellar goes into the office, and then the office goes into the vault, according to the plan we received. All right, well, onward. That's what I say. Uh... So, you know, this... This trapdoor seems to be uh, heavily weighted down. 
and uh, I don't know what you guys would like to do, but you are currently in this wine cellar. I guess we'll worry about that afterwards. Okay, so. Oh, hey, I'm, I should totally just shrink the trap door so that <laughs> it collapses downward. What the fuck, I'm dude? serious. I, I, can, I can make it smaller. Couldn't you? Wait, that wouldn't help us get out, but you could cast that spell where they can't, like, come in or whatever. We can just, like, figure out what we're going to do outside or not. Or maybe there's outside. another way out. Outside is the key problem here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Time being, we should For have. Time being, beatheads watch the door, <laughs> and the rest okay. of us can look around. Uh, I'm going to uh, look around the room and see God, if I can find it. a way to proceed into the uh, into the office. So you look around and you um. Manage to see that there is a, a door uh, generally used for passing from room to room, but still having a subdivider. Uh, you're probably pretty sure that this is how you would pass between rooms. Okay, that's that's a fair assumption. <laughs> um, I, I want to go up to the door, and I want to see if it's locked. You check if it's locked. <laughs> it's not. I'm going to slowly creak it open and like peer my eye through. <laughs> Actually, I don't want to do that. I'm going to slowly creak it open. You open the door, and the what low-level light there is in this basement kind of spills into this office space. You can tell that there's a desk here, um, cabinetry, an inkwell, papers organized on this desk, a couple of books, but uh, it's very dark. Are there any enemies lying in wait? Uh, you don't see any apparent enemies. All right, sweet. I'm walking in. You walk into a dark room that you are now in. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look for. Right. <laughs> As you walk in, all of a sudden, these uh, scintillating little balls of bobbing light uh, enter into the room behind you, and now there is uh, more light, and you can see that there is uh, room. For... There are two chairs here. There's a desk. There are two cabinets. Garavis is going to smile and nod, thinking that he caused the light. <laughs> They're like, mm, automatic magic lights. Amazing. I'm looking for a ledger. I'm the best. <laughs> I don't have time for this nonsense. What do you look for? A ledger? A ledger. You need um, that, right? Yes, you do. Uh, you start investigating through this office. Um, and you do find what looks to be a ledger, but it is a the the as you browse through like the accounting metrics in it, it looks like it's you know sales of furniture. That's a ledger for his uh, furniture business. Um, is it? Uh, I'd like to see if there's like any sort of weird inconsistencies that would suggest like a code or a cipher oh okay make it covering something up um make it just a straight intelligence roll or an investigation let's do an investigation investigator 18 so you you look very carefully for any um like mistakes or like intentional 
indications of a cipher. And it, there doesn't seem to be any. This just seems to be a, a normal ledger of uh, his, his, his furniture business. Well, that's disappointing. I want to throw out my bag just in case. <laughs> Your bag is now packed. I have so you also, many books. You took so many books from upstairs. You basically have like. Oh, no one else is literate. You you look like one of those kids who doesn't want to go back to his locker in high school. You've got so <laughs> many books in your bag. Um, you also notice he's got like personal correspondence letters here. He's got um, like other like unfinished missives for orders and things. It's, it looks to be like a, a personal and um, business place. Hey, uh, I guess we could search it. I mean, anything, anything embarrassing else. we could blackmail him with? Only like hidden drawers or like... nudie photos. No, <laughs> they don't even have cameras. What the fuck? <laughs> it wasn't on the list. Nudie scrawling. <laughs> <laughs> While I do this, someone should find the actual vault. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep walking through the room and I'm gonna check the walls and see if there's another like door or vault or anything. So um to the left of where you entered. Um I don't know if you guys are still looking at the the sheet, but uh I'm not. Okay. I'm just in the theater of the mind, Leo. Excellent. <laughs> Must be a small theater. Um, ah! <laughs> Cyberbullying. So you see on the, on the left wall, there is a large, round, reinforced door that you would assume would enter into a large vault, a walk-in vault. I'm going to try the door there as well, because uh, one unlocked door means they're all unlocked. So, let's see. Uh, this vault is locked. Figures. All right. Uh, is there anything around the door, like like a, a button keypad? <laughs> or, or like a weight plate or like a lever or anything like that? There is a keyhole as well as what looks like some sort of um, rotating mechanism. Okay, um, I'm going to uh, call over... Uh, I'm going to call over uh, Kazidger, and I'm going to say, You try break! <laughs> and uh, point at the, uh, the keyhole, and hopefully he'll be able to break in. But I'm gonna okay. ready. I'm gonna ready my warhammer in case he can't, and then I'm gonna try and break it my way. <laughs> I'm going to investigate this turning object. What does this seem to do, or where is it located? So uh, the keyhole seems to be in the center of this <laughs> turning object, which is in turn in the center of the door. Oh, okay. So it's not a separate. No. The lock is built. Okay. The lock is built into this fault. turning thing. Alright, well, I guess I'm going to use Theme's tools and try to break it open. Okay. Um, make me a... Uh, uh, you know, 
you know what role. Yeah, well. <laughs> An 18. So um, as you start to uh, undo this lock, you you feel it trip and like um, release. And you feel like you could definitely, uh, you can definitely open the the vault. Um, but you also feel like, uh, you know, you get this kind of odd feeling in the back of your head that 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 lock was pretty easy to open. The poison gas canister just opened. Okay, so. Uh... Big guy, why don't you try and open the door now? It should be fine. Okay, uh, I I'll like do a little little flex nod and then uh, just pull the pull the crank and try and open it. Yeah, as you pull the crank, it like the the door kind of um, recedes off the wall, and you can feel you can hear like a little of air as it like becomes unairtight. And then after you do that, the door seems like it could. It could be uh, swung freely to either the right or the left. I'm going to swing it freely. You, you swing it <laughs> to the right, and now you can see into this vault, which um, is filled with uh, boxed-up gold, platinum, uh, silver, gems. Okay. Uh, I'm going to walk in and... Uh thinking to myself like you know how 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 stupid tor was he t he took all these books man i got plenty of room for all this stuff whoa, whoa, whoa. The, i didn't i didn't say any of that he was thinking shut. that so as okay. you walk into the, the thing that's the unfortunate rolls back and slams shut and you hear it from the inside you hear it kind of um, <laughs> click and crack and um it it seals up uh, what do I see? Uh, you see golden gems, man. But you're also sealed in this room. Um, is there any impending or encroaching danger? Uh, you do start to see um, or hear a slight hissing noise. Oh, poison gas. God damn it. All right. It need to be poison gas. Yeah, it's true. Could literally right. just pull the oxygen out, and I'd so die you, just you the same. So you guys see Kazidra open the door, and then you see uh, Garavis like run in there, and then the door just like whips closed and reseals itself. That's some bullshit. All right, well, the sky while, while I'm stuck in here, I'm I'm just gonna start organizing all the stuff so it's easier to take out when we go to <laughs> go to break it out. You know, might as well. So as you do that, you feel your eyes and throat start to burn. Oh, don't okay. worry, that uh, won't stop him. <laughs> okay, uh, maybe maybe we'll we'll adjust the mission, and I'm gonna go knock on the door and be like, "Open, please." <laughs> Bad air in here. <laughs> maybe my brother Shit. made stink. <laughs> so you can hear like a muffled like. First, you hear like a pong pong pong, and then you hear like a muffled like voice but you can't qu quite make out what the the um person is saying it's on the other side where the goliath went through yeah 
Uh, how does the lock look right now? Just shut again? It, it just looks shut again. Okay, so... Do you want to try opening again, or do you want me to? Well, we have two choices. We can either try and open it and save our friend, or we could not open it and not be killed by whatever it is that's probably in there. I have a preference toward one of those options. <laughs> Anthony, make me a constitution saving thing. Check. Oh my god. Alright. Uh, let me see. I gotta select myself first. Make this happen. Okay. There we go. Constitution saving throw coming up. Ten. Excellent. Oh my gosh, you're gonna take wow. sixteen points of poison damage. Holy shit! Wow. I rolled four, I... four, 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 three on that forty-four poison. I am basically uh, not in a good place. How much was it? Thirteen. Sixteen. So you, you, you like start banging on the wall, and you like start to feel dizzy. And you start like, ugh. Ugh. and everything like your eyes and your throat now in your lungs too. It just feels like thousands of tiny needles. Is there is there any uh, any sort of way of getting to fresh air? Uh, you do remember uh, me mentioning that when it spun opened, you could hear the air um, being released. So this is an airtight vault. So. Well, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't appreciate that much at all. Um, shoot, let me let me look through my my inventory here. Might as well try some MacGyver stuff. If I had like a bag of holding, I could just like just use it as like a breathing compartment. <laughs> presumably, it would be bag of holding. You can only all breathe right. in for like a minute or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So I while he's doing that, I'm gonna try and pick the door again. I will assist them both. Uh, both through mortal Wait. and divine means. Wait, okay. Do I know the source of the poison gas? Um, I mean, I not really. You can make an investigation to try to figure it out. Um, Might Alex, as well. Uh, uh, I will pat him on the back and whisper a few words, and then I will also <laughs> assist him. Okay, so um, so he's ghosting you. <laughs> And, and that, that assist that is just going to give friends, him advantage. That, my friends, is a zero. <laughs> I you're rolled like, a zero. <laughs> you look around, you're like... You, you're not even really sure like what you breathe. You're like, what? where would it even come from? <laughs> I'm strong. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> This is the way I die. You can also add an extra d4 uh, to that roll of 25 there, Mike. From. Yeah. Okay, so 28. So this time, having realized, you know, the first time you noticed that the lock was a little easy to pick, this time, as you start to pick it, and because it relocked, you see that there's actually, there's like a dual locking mechanism here. Um, and when trying to pick the lock without using the correct key um, will almost always result in 
a, a secondary thing being tripped, which seems to be the trap relocking the door. So this time, as you go in to uh, pick out the lock, you also um, manage to deactivate that relocking mechanism. Seems to be, you, you realize that if you had the right key, that would automatically be uh, unlocked. So now, this time, you feel like the first click as you unlock, and then you continue to fiddle, and you hear a second and you feel something actually shift inside the the round uh, circular tumbler. Okay, perfect. Let's open up the door. So, you know, as you turn the thing, again, it pulls off from the wall. And, uh, Garibus, you see the door, actually. Now there's a, a crack of, of light. I'm going to lunge forward room. into the room, just blindly, like, covering my eyes. <laughs> So yeah, as you guys open this door, you just see your Goliath just come charging out, like grasping his eyes and coughing as he stumbles back into the the office room. So uh, what happened to you? Jeez, bad air. I think I think brother was in there before. I see. And uh, <laughs> like cough a little bit. Um, I'm going to do a medicine check and see what's wrong, because he's clearly coughing, right? Like, yeah. Clearly is not well. Yes. Um, bless myself, uh, pat myself on the back mentally, and then... <laughs> 23 to medicine roll. Yeah, so you realize that this is, um, uh, some variation on, um, what they call this like a a red red razor poison um it feels like you've been like very lightly cut where like but like almost like uh thousands of little cuts where it gets applied to in a mist form you'd imagine that would it would feel that way for like the eyes the nose the throat um the lungs if uh, like put on a blade it would feel like internal to the organs and and musculature Mm. Um, do I do I have any ways I can remedy or reduce the effects for now? Uh, you do have a healer's kit. I would say like going through it. Um, you could alleviate the with, pain. Maybe I don't higher think... with a higher medicine check. I would say that you're gonna remove the secondary poison effect that he's gonna have to. He would he would normally have to suffer. So okay. you manage to kind of neutralize the the brunt of this like lingering. Okay. Be in his system. I will do that. Um, no, I'm assuming this will be herbs or some, right, some sort of gonna, like you, ointment. You're crushing up an herb, almost like a salve that you kind of paste up and like Vicks vapor rub rub onto his chest that he gets into his uh his body and it okay. feels a little cooler and soothing. Uh, I do so. So so the, your your nice uh, cleric gives you this poultice to rub on right underneath your your nose and mouth and. As you smell it, it smells like almost minty. It, it, your your nose and lungs feel a lot better. He also applies some of the juice to your eyes, and they feel better. Yeah, I'm just I'm gonna take my big Goliath hand and just run it like violently from my throat to my eyes, just like every every crevice I can get it in. Just argh. do I feel better? Yeah, you do. I'm gonna hug the cleric. <laughs> I am going to quickly draw my dagger and says, uh, that's close enough. Uh, I kind of want to try anyway. 
Uh, He's excited. <laughs> I am not going to hesitate to use a third level spell on you if you don't back off. Is that what you said to me? No. <laughs> That's what my player is saying to you. Alright, fine. <laughs> then he, he hugs you mentally like you've been patting yourself on the back mentally. <laughs> I am not gonna talk to you. Not gonna accept not gonna your I am not gonna sign speech with you. Thank you very much. Not gonna, not gonna accept your, your mental hug, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, Alright, well, still, Garvis is happy with you. <laughs> Uh, so, what else, um... So, <laughs> oh, the, vault the vault is now open, open, right? Yep, the vault is open. And, uh, Kazidra assures you that this time he managed to, uh, dis- uh, to unlock the- the, uh, trap mechanism attached to it. Alright, well... Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say to the group, I'm like, me stay here. Uh, I, I organize some of things to make easier to move. I mean, is anyone entering? You said you peek in? Yeah, I peek. Because it's open, right? The vault's like swung open. <laughs> yeah, the vault right? is open now. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna take a look inside. You see, I mean, you see the, the array of uh, glittering gems, gold, platinum, silver. Um, that's, uh, sitting here. Um, you notice there's a little bit of remnant of, like, stinging poison, but not enough to really affect you. Just a little bit bothersome. Okay, so, nobody's gonna go in there. Uh, no. I'll let you go first. Actually, I'm gonna walk in carefully. Kind of make a check of some sort to be more careful. Yeah, you can, you can make, like, an investigation to see, to make sure that the, the trap isn't going to re-trip or anything. Five. Uh, not very careful, but uh, I'm still going to think I'm careful. You're like, okay, I'm I'm watching out for this trap. I'm going to dive right back out if it tries to shut. But as you walk in, you feel that it doesn't... Nothing happens. You're just sitting in the vault now. Do I see anything interesting now that I'm inside? Uh, now that you're inside, you see... I mean, just... This person seems to have a lot of their fungible assets in gems and platinum pieces to make it easier to transport but he does have a, a good amount of gold and silver uh i'm gonna look for the gems since gems are generally the easiest things to move by weight and value yeah there's there's like a couple like three full sacks um of gems as well as like a fist sized ruby um topaz which one of the uh, Goliath brothers is? Uh, I'm gonna get the one that's not talking tonight, and his the replier is totally uh, here, to not here tonight. Okay. I'm gonna get that one. That one's like a mule, right? Yeah, I believe he can, he can carry like a thousand pounds. Uh, I'm presumably said mule also has a gigantic backpack of some sort. I'm assuming you guys came at least with, with I'm those sacks a, for a heist. I'm just gonna assume that since Joe decided to give himself a huge can capacity, he also has a bunch of bags. Okay. Is that so, reasonable I mean, the, gem, the gems are in, like, nice little velvety bags, so... Yep, I'm gonna order him to start uh, putting things in his bag. So he starts, like, you know, collecting up these sacks of gems and throwing them together, and he starts putting them into, you know, aggregating them into bigger bags, and, like, it takes him a little while, but you guys 
can in like 10 minutes kind of collect up all the wealth and, and affix it to this Goliath's back. Is there any um, arcane or non-material goods I can see that the that uh, might there get are potential some, was? There are some like uh, like shelving in here uh, as you go through them. But like in most of the um, the boxes doesn't seem to have uh, any... It's a little odd for like how much magical traps and stuff that you guys have gone through. It doesn't seem like there's any magical items or uh, other interesting doodads here. No, like, um... No, nothing that, like, hey, the wizard here might be really interested in. I mean, the wizard could take a look. Uh, you don't see anything. I don't see anything. Uh, I'll grab Tor. Hey, Tor! Is there anything from your end in here? I peer out from the bolt opening. Okay, so while Doofus there almost died, did I find anything interesting in the library in the intervening time? And you mean in the office? Yeah, whatever. So as you go through the office papers, um, you uh, do... Did you make an investigation check before in that room? Uh, I made one specifically on the ledger, but I didn't okay. for the room. So can you make can one for that. just like the, the general stack of papers? Yep. There's the button. There it is. 20. Nice. So as you go through the papers, you kind of start to put together like kind of a narrative on this guy's business. And um, like as he's collecting up wealth, you kind of notice that there, I mean, obviously there's more wealth than there was uh, kind of sales. Um, you also notice that there are, you find like what's not like a ledger, but more of a um, personal almost like appointment book type of deal, like meet this person on this day, made this sale on this day. And um, there are days that are conspicuously empty of things in, in a, a pattern. So you can see like every four or five days or every like, you know, fortnight, there are a couple of days, like four or five days where, you know, the ledger is just very light, very empty, like, oh, you know, no sales today type of deal. Gotcha. But it's it's in a pattern almost. You do notice that it's like almost every fortnight. There's there's like on the fortnight. There's his business okay. just doesn't seem to make anything. Okay. Is this in the ledger? Is this all in the ledger already? Like, is it just combined with the other stuff? Um, these these are like in separate paper. This is like a separate book. This is like his personal book. You also notice that um, he does seem to record. Um, taking in some magical items. So, I mean, and he, he in his personal ledger, he does mention uh, placing them in the vault. Um, all right, I guess I'll leave these for now. Uh, I guess I'll grab whatever. Is it like a handful of papers with this pattern stuff in it? Oh, the it's it's like another, you know, like, you know, you people that like, keep a moleskin. This is almost like a, a moleskin. It's like a, like a... He writes, like, the date in it, and then he writes, like, you know, kind of a brief summary. It's not a big book. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, I'll just grab that, too. So, uh, would I still have Detect Magic active from previous escapades? Uh, I would say you have to recast it, considering you guys, like, ran from guards, jumped down a wall, finished a fight. I mean, you fought. Right, the, gotcha. You know. I just didn't know if it had been used recently. Or at this time. Sweet. 
right, uh, I'm going to head back towards the vault and I'll cast check magic now that I'm in there. You cast, uh, so as you finish casting detect magic, uh, there's nothing magical in this vault. Um, how far does detect magic go? Double check. I want to say 30 feet. Uh, that's, and then I, that's what I believe it is. It's reduced by like materials. So. Yeah, it's like what? An inch of. It's like a quarter inch of lead or three feet of stone or. Stuff like that, yeah. Uh, you, you sense the presence of any magic within 30 feet of you. Um, you sense this has like a faint aura around the thing, and you can penetrate most barriers, but it's blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, one sheet of thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or dirt. So, um, you feel that your, um, you, you can feel this like radius push out from you. Um, it obviously passes through back into the wine cellar. You notice that there's nothing magical in the wine cellar. Um, but as it travels backwards, um, you can feel it kind of go half a foot into the, the wall um, north of you or east of you. Okay. Uh, I'd like to like search or investigate the wall for cracks or um, trips or... I mean, that seems like there's a... It's got like a wood veneer. Um, looking at it, it looks like a... Yeah, make an investigation check for the wall, I guess. Thanks. Oh, nine. You don't, you don't necessarily think there's any, like, traps or, or like... Uh, what am I looking for? Like, uh, triggers or trips. Um, it's just like a wooden... It looks like a wooden veneer. Like it looks like almost there's a wooden wall built here. I'm gonna point it at me head and tell him to smash, smash wall. Do it now. Peanut butter jelly. What? Smash yes. wall. <laughs> okay. He like starts smashing with his axe on this wall. Um, and you see wood come splintering away. Um, and underneath wood you see a very Thin sheet of metal. Ash sheet of metal. Uh, he so you guys like take some take some time to like kind of widen this hole and peel back this layer of metal, and uh, underneath is is stone. But um, as you do that, you kind of feel your aura push through, and you notice that there is something magical. Uh, it doesn't seem like there's a, a full foot of stone behind this. I'm going to try and uh, smash through it with my Warhammer. Uh, make me a strength check. Yeah. Alright, let's see the redemption. Just that sealed strength check. Yeah. Uh, Alright, where is it? I'm assuming you can hit the wall. Where's the epic? Oh my god, six. So he starts hammering away at this, um, and it he can he when he first hits it, he feels like I can get through this, but you know he's kind of fatigued from a poison, and it, it he I mean if you want him to continue, he, it's going to take him probably about twenty twenty five minutes to get through this punch a hole through this stone. Oh, Bob, having a little brother do it. 
I mean, I'm okay. So you want me to make a roll? Make a roll for him too. Uh, Presumably, he's not poisoned and looks fine. Correct. Strength. Oh, 20. So Bullshit. he, <laughs> we're them working together. Actually, they can probably reduce it. They punch a hole in, in through this thing in like 10 minutes. Um, and they, after they smash through, you can see the faint, like a faint, uh, green glow. It seems like just some low bluish green light is now filtering through this room into, into the office. Whereas you are holding your light spell, which is like, you know, white light. Whatever color I want. Okay, what color was it? Black. You're an idiot. <laughs> Gun look for blood stains and fluids. <laughs> yeah, it's the poison chamber. <laughs> um, I mean, do you guys are you, so right now? There's about maybe a, a little bit smaller than head-sized hole that's been smashed through this wall. Um, to widen the hole up, um, probably take. At this pace, probably take like another twenty minutes, and you could probably get, you could probably like lie down and and like kind of sneak through the wall. All right, everyone, so guys, everyone but the Goliaths could probably push themselves through the wall in twenty minutes because <laughs> they're big, beefy. We checked if there's nothing to open here on this wall, like other than after the layer I checked. What do you mean? We probably broke it. Your goddamn door. Oh, from yeah, there is. No, <laughs> you smash a hole in the wall, and there's a door right next to it. I'm just saying, if it was, if it, the wall, if a wall is a secret door. Um, as you rip through this, you, it doesn't seem like there's any mechanism here. You're just straight up punched through. It feels like a heist. <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, you can you can look through. Who has low light vision? Doesn't exist in this. It's called it's dark, vision. dark vision. Oh, dark vision. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, anything. Both the elves, presumably. At least a drow, for sure. So you gonna look through the hole here, Blake? Um. Yeah. Sure. Why the hell not? So, in in looking through this hole, you can kind of like as much as you can see. You can see what looks to be at least a twenty-five feet of room in the next room. Um, and in there seems to be, from what you can see, is like um, a couple of items. Oh yeah, I got it written down. Yeah, you have a couple, you can see like a couple of uh, items, um, a couple of like furnishings. It looks like this is a full room but it's just not on any of your the the heist maps that you were provided. All right. So guys, uh, behind this wall, there's a big room up ahead with all kinds of shiny stuff in there. Doesn't look like it's quite gold or anything, but it could be useful. Uh, also, since we're down here and we're trapped, and it doesn't look like there's any way to get outside. Uh, try to breathe a little slower, because we don't want to run out of air down here. So, as you say that, I look at the two tall, gigantic Goliaths who require more and more oxygen than the res rest of us. Um. Well, I mean, it's not airtight to the to the upper floor. Like you guys are gonna be 
you, you guys will have enough air. You know, I mean, if you were in the vault, yeah, then Anthony could have run out of air. But uh, gotcha. I had plenty of gas to breathe, though. So, I mean, do you guys are you guys going to try and widen up the hole so you can pass into this room, or? Yeah, I mean, I suppose so. Unless anyone has uh, better ideas, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try and reset myself and take, uh, you know, swings at the wall. Okay, I mean, it's at this point you guys are getting to a good rhythm. It's just gonna take you like another thirty minutes to get in. So at this point you've been you've been down here about forty five, fifty minutes after you make up a widen up a hole big enough for you guys all to kind of squeeze through. I mean, for the for the uh, the halfling, it's gonna be a lot easier. Obviously, I'm saying it takes thirty minutes for the Goliaths to kind of get a hole big enough for them to. Well, we don't. Through. We don't really need that. We just need a big enough hole to. I don't know, cause I'm worried that there might be combat in there or something like that. But uh, I, I think we should just get it big enough, like the main, like the the brunt of the people can fit through, and then. Uh, my brother and I will will uh, stay and uh, stand guard, something like that, because it'll it'll just take too long to get it from the size of everyone else to fit, and to the size of Goliaths to fit through shoulders first. Like it's just not worth that difference. So you're basically saying you're gonna widen up the hole big enough for what the elves and the halfling to go? Yeah. Through? Okay. So that only probably takes about 20 minutes, 15 minutes. So you've only spent about 35 <laughs> minutes. Um, and he's like, there's a hole big enough for you guys to crawl into the other room if you want. Yes, no, maybe so. It's Sounds only about 8 inches of stone. Um, plus the sheet of metal and the, the wood that has now been ripped away. Are you guys going through, or you guys want to... Hold up. So mm -hmm. you guys, you three pass into this, um, like, eerily green room, and when you get in there, you notice that you, when you can see, um, first, uh, immediately to your right, that large tree that was part of the house seems to be hollow, um, and there is a staircase leading up and in it. Ooh, we found uh, our escape hatch. Sweet. There is a small table... Um, which looks like a, a secondary desk. By the way, uh, while sitting in while here. they're while they're in there, um, my brother and I are gonna keep smashing to try and make uh, make our hole big enough. Okay. Um, and you also notice that there are a, a couple of items uh, sitting. There is what looks to be um, a small kind of not display case, but like kind of just like a, a nice holding, a couple holding cases and some boxes if you wanted to go through them. All right, so who's going to crack stuff open? Uh, I can take a turn if you want. Sure. Once. Hmm. I'm going to do a small little prayer. I focus, and I'm gonna pick, try to pick this lock. Uh, before that, I'm gonna make sure there's no any footing of it. Okay, so make an investigation to make sure there's no like traps on it, and then make your uh, lock pick tool. 
two. There are no traps on this. It's too small to have a trap hidden in it. And ten. Uh, so you kind of pick around in there, but you know, you're a little rusty. Your your thieving days are we thought were behind you, and uh, you're like, I just can't get this thing to trip. But thankfully, you don't break anything inside of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I need to refresh my course. Or you might want to take this. Alright, give me a second. As Kassidra's, uh finished eating a snack? <laughs> Mid-high snack. <laughs> Can I have my pops, man? Alright. Kassidra cracks his uh, neck and his fingers. Watch how it's done. Uh, try and pick the lock. 17. Yeah, so you, you get in there and you manage to um, hook the, the locking mechanism. It's like a little loop. Um, and you lift it up and then uh, flip the tumbler and good to go. See, that's how it's done. And I'm going to carelessly open this. So you throw this box open. Um, inside, you see a small, um, like, post, uh, like, earring. It's a pearl um, that's partially translucent and has a small little uh, light circling around in it. You see a, what looks like a um, crossbow. It's small, very compactly made, um, that has this odd kind of a brace that sits on your your forearm uh, as like an extra brace from the kickback, um, and it's very innately laid with um, black and gold in the handle, as well as a plain white uh, kind of faceless mask. Oh, nice! All right, so there are three things in there. If you guys are interested, I don't know who can use what, but uh, I'm definitely taking this crossbow. I'm going to reach in and grab the crossbow. Uh, so as you grab the crossbow, it feels very, um, like when, when you pick it up, it feels almost like uh, tingly to the touch on your hand. Uh, Tor, are you still holding up your, how long does it last? Ten minutes, but you could probably extend it, right? Just ten minutes. I mean, okay, so his it would have dropped in the time it took them to smash the hole in the wall. All right. Um, so there's still a mask and what looks like a single earring. Okay, so there's a mask in here oh, and an earring. Who wants? In your bag. What? We can look at them later. We gotta get the hell yeah, out of here. Yeah, let's look at that later, dude. Uh, all right, also, I'm gonna stuff these in my also, bag. Also, without being a uh, game game, uh, items need to be attuned anyway, so. <laughs> I, mean, I assume like that's awesome. thing you can know that. Like, yeah, that's true, right? You, people know that you have to like take time to be attuned to items. Yeah, you know, know like a bunch of magical items would require effort, know, spending time. time with them, and on, to understand their enchantments. All right, so we have papers. We have stuff from the vault. Uh, there is Magic a small stuff. desk in here. Oh yeah, desk. 
did it. Oh, are you you uh you want to make an investigation for the desk, the smaller desk? Yeah. Hold on. Nineteen. Yeah. So as you um walk up like to this desk and you start sliding open drawers, you notice that the depth of one of the drawers is not the same. Um, so you kind of spend a little more time looking at it, and you notice there's a false bottom in the in one of the drawers here. Pop it out. Pop it out, and you notice a small book similar to the one you found in the other room that you meant you put in your bag. Right. Put in my bag. Look at it later. Um, as you know, guys are doing this. You just hear the two Goliaths hammering away at the stone. Uh, shipping bigger and bigger holes out to try and Almost be able to pass through into this it. room too. Um, so I'm gonna say you guys are basically at. Uh, you've been in this basement like 45 minutes, um, and it's probably gonna be another 10 to 15 minutes before they can widen the hole large enough for what? them to get through. Is there anything you guys want to do um, in that interim time? Uh, I want to explore this tree trunk and figure out if it's actually a viable way out. So you got, that it leads up to the garden. Uh, so you go up, and it leads um, up through the second floor, through the third floor. And um, when you get up to the top, you notice that there is a um, magical uh, mechanism. There's like, a, there's like a mechanism on this side that seems to be activated that you can just use to open the tree. Uh, I'm gonna wait to do that until I have tons of backup, just in case there are actually guards on the other side. Um, it it looks like a large orb that's just um swirling with uh, uh blue, green, red, and purple. It's just uh swirling around on a on a pedestal, a plinth. It reminds you of the balls that you fe that you saw in the um. In the yeah, the arboretum that you came in from. Or the atrium, touch, excuse me. I guess I'll touch one of the colors and see if something happens. Well this this orb has all four of the colors in it. Oh. Well I don't want to actually open it if I don't have the guys with me yet, so I don't know. I guess do I hear anything outside? Um Like, you know, conspicuous whistling and idle chatter about you this don't... guy saw a giant rat the other day. No, you don't hear any conspicuous chatter outside the door. I guess I'll try to open it, the orb. So oh, you, you place your hand upon the, the orb and you feel it like um, respond to your touch immediately. And it creates this magical seam in, the, in the, the tree, which like peels back all this like bark and fauna as you hear like this creaking. And it opens back into the atrium. Sweet. All right, I run back downstairs. You gotta hurry up and open this wall, guys. Um. Uh. Let me. Uh. Who has the bag of holding? Oh, dude, we should totally you start guys a don't fire have in a the bag basement now. <laughs> a bag of holding. Uh -huh. We do have a chest, right? What do you mean? There's a chest in the room, right? Yes, there is like a kind of boxed chest that you opened that had the items in it. Is there any way to push it through the hole that they've made so far? 
Oh, uh, yeah. Definitely. It's not a all large right, cool. box. Why would we push it back out to them? Well, we need something to store all the gold and platinum, right? Oh, okay. You want to load it up right now? Okay. Yeah. So you, like, drop the sack into that, that box um, and then, like, push the box back through, I'm assuming? Uh, yep. So, uh... Is there anything else you're going to do? Uh, nope. Just loot as much as I can, starting with the most expensive and leading down to the least. Okay. Um, so you fill it with the gems first, then the platinum pieces and the gold. Um, you run out of space when you get to the gold. There's still a bunch of gold and silver that uh, um, Yamarashi is going to have to carry in the sack. Sounds good. Uh, and during I'll this time, when you hit the, the hour mark, it's finally wide enough. He passes the sack through. Yamarashi squeezes through, and uh, Garibus squeezes through. Sweet. All right, to the roof. Uh, you guys all travel up the... Oh, wait. I want to start a fire. <laughs> okay. Can you nice. do that after we leave safely? I'm doing it in the basement. That's the whole point. But what about all the yeah. wine? Oh, shit. We need to barrel that. What? We can... Sp- Dude, the gems are going to be worth more than the wine, unless it's really good wine. Don't worry about it. Okay, you guys owe me, though. Yeah. I mean, you can buy it with the amount, of gold, the amount of money we get when we split it. <laughs> Show up at his storefront and be like, Hey, buddy, I'd like to buy some wine with the gold we stole from you. Thanks, friend. Oh my God. I like it. It's a perfect plan. Okay, okay, so I'll leave the wine behind, guys. Just So you guys book it up this spiral staircase with the box um when you get up there uh to the top the door is is still open and it's um eerily quiet when you get up to the third floor back out through the roof uh yeah you saw that that uh rope that's kind of set down through the the glass ceiling if you guys want to try and climb up out through it so uh, you three climb out, but I'm um, assuming Yamarashi and Anthony are when they climb out. Um, the box, are you strapping it to yourself? How are you carrying this box out with the? I'm gonna huck it over my shoulder. Okay. Um, so you guys all climb out with the with the aid of this rope. Um, so now you are basically standing on the roof, and when you get up to the roof, um, you notice that. The there is a gentleman that you can see kind of um, standing with maybe now five or six guards um, like outside his house kind of it looks like gesticulating and you can kind of hear him uh, shouting at them. Do they know we're here? They do not seem to have seen you on the roof because um, I think it's very dark up there, but uh you can like kind of kind of almost like hear what he's saying in the sense like you can kind of catch like um well when are they going to be here you know we, they we need this backup to take out whatever dares mess with us is there a way to uh get down without them noticing that we can see um you can see that there's like uh a bunch of guards in the front, and there's still more. There are now more guards, kind of patrolling the out outer edges. So they're in pairs of twos, walking around the grounds, um, and they are making sure that they can see the next pair of guards at all times. 
so that, you know, no one can get completely ambushed by themselves. It's difficult. We could, uh, we could do, uh, Taurus spell where they can't come within the radius, um, and then we can just run through that space and go out. I think it's I mean, I have to, like, draw a circle wherever it's gotta be, so... I don't get to just, like, put it down. How long does that take to cast? I thought we determined it was, like, hours. It's, like, ten minutes. Like, oh. prepared. Is it prepared? No. Oh. So how long would it take? Oh, I don't know. Actually, it probably still takes ten minutes. I don't know if it's a ritual or not. Anyway, the point is, that's not exactly viable right now. So what I'm thinking is... Rope swing? Is extraction. <laughs> in which our brave rogue gets jump cast on him, and then he runs out, gets their attention, and then runs the fuck away. Does that sound like a plan, Blake? It sounds like a plan. I don't know if it's and a good plan. Huck, huck a bag over your Fine. shoulder with dollar signs on it. That's how they know you're mean business. <laughs> Ian, this is why I wanted to start a fire downstairs. Alright, so... I will provide the distraction. But I'm going to need a bigger cut. Did we even get to keep any of this? Uh, they you negotiated you're going to be able to keep thirty percent of the the take in what you cleaned out from him. Thirty percent. All right. Um, here's are there five? Hmm. Yeah, there's five of us. There are. Yeah, there are five of you guys. I'm just trying to see if there's anything else I can cast on you to help. <laughs> I could enlarge you. <laughs> just make it bigger oh, target. Oh. I don't know about that. <laughs> okay, I could shrink you. <laughs> I got two options on that one. Do either of them help at all in an escape? Being shrunk should help. I don't need to be strong. I need to run fast. No, you yeah, be shrunk. shrunk. You'd be small. You'd be considered small tiny. size. Tiny, tiny. All right. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. Nothing. Are there? Are there other? There's not like other buildings nearby, right? No. I mean, remember, this is like, this, is like this. This. This guy wanted his space for his house and point of business, so he has that kind of 20 foot like grassy um before before you get to the bramble fence and then beyond all right i'll give you half my share blake all right that sounds like a good compromise all right so i'm gonna cast uh wait how long does jump last make sure this is actually gonna help you before i waste it it lasts one minute and your jump distance is tripled oh that's awesome so you Sweet. can maybe like clamber into a building or something and get away. Alright, so I'm gonna do that. Okay, so 
I'm going to ask you uh, some specifics about this. Um, so there are buildings beyond the edge of the this this you know after you get off of his manor, um, which he is standing on. Um, what would be the north side of the building where you guys remember when you guys jumped down and then decided to come back in? Yep. That's where he is near the foyer. Um, you guys originally lit that fire that, you know, your original distraction was, was on the west side, and then you jumped the fence on the east side. Um, so, Blake, what direction are you going to be trying to book it to? Um, you said there were buildings on the north side? Uh, there are buildings all around. Um, the closest ones are on the west and east side. Oh, okay. Which are the two directions that you originally kind of set up your your heist from? I'll be going totally east. Should have put a cart outside. That cart was burned to ash. I know. Like, I mean, like an actual getaway cart. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna jump to the east side. Okay. Um. What is the rest of the party going to do? They're just going to wait and see what happens, and then... I guess, yeah, we can We're... wait to see that the guards are yeah, actually... I mean, the we, can, we can just observe and see if, like, an opportune moment presents itself where there's a void of guards on one side, and then we can just make a brick for it. Yeah. I, I like that. I, li I like the plan of actually waiting in to see what to do something reactive rather than... Just going. Uh, <laughs> Rather than what just happened earlier this evening, dusk, morning, wherever it was. Okay. Always dusk. Yes, it is always dusk. It is uh, important to note that the light is predominantly coming from the north now rather than the west when you started. So you'll be you'll be illuminated on the east and west side. So uh, just tell me how. Give me the details of you know you're gonna go. Just tell me when you want to go and that type of thing. Are you are you just leaping off the roof? Are you? Have our rope, so we should be able to lower ourselves down on our side. Well, the the rope is off the east side because that's attached to the tree right now. You could leap um like throw it over the right side or the west side, but it would be a little bit short. You'd have to drop about ten feet probably. Yeah, that's probably fine. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go down the east side then. Okay. Uh, still. And there's rope there, correct? So you're gonna try and sneak down the, the east side and then sprint afterwards? Uh, yes. No, okay, no. So I'm going to leap off the building. How high is it? It's about 20, 30 you're, feet? You're 30 feet up. Shit. Okay. Yeah, then I guess I'll climb down most of the rope, and once I hit 10 feet, I'm gonna jump off and do... Uh, start running. Okay. Uh, you're trying to sneak down. Make me a stealth check. All right. Uh, 15. Shit. Let's see. Oh, <laughs> he sees you. So as he you start... Uh, climbing down this rope, like you get about five, ten feet down, when the two guards who are patrolling on this side go, There! There's a there's a man coming down from the rope! 
He's like, he's over here. He's over here. Sweet wall joke, bro. <laughs> right over their stupid heads. All right. Well, how far am I down, or did I not really make it down? You're all about that much? you're about still twenty feet off the ground. Oh, okay. I'm jumping off. Fuck this. Okay, so you leap. Uh, you're gonna push off the wall. Yes. Um. What's your strength score? Uh, fourteen. So times three, you're gonna you leap out forty-two feet. So you leap over the fence off the wall. No, no, I got second story work. It increases the number of feet equal to my dex modifier. So plus four to that from the base value. <laughs> oh baby! So wait, it's so. It's oh no, 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 no! I chose assassin. Never mind. Just just ignore me. Rip. Fuck. So you you <laughs> leap forty-two feet. So you like, as soon as you're caught, you rocket off the wall. Just over these guards heads and you do uh you're gonna try and make me um an athletics oh not athletics what's the acrobatics acrobatics that's the one okay oh nothing close baby 21 so yeah you you like turn that into a roll and um you're only gonna suffer uh half the damage so you're gonna take one d six bludgeoning damage. You take four points of damage as you rocket off the wall. Um, do a laid out backflip into when you land. Uh, you twist in midair and roll, and you start sprinting away. And the two guards like turn around, look dumbstruck at you for a second. And go, he, he, he's escaping to the east. He's he's already off the ground, and they start like running after you. Um, so. This is gonna split into two things. One, Blake, you're gonna have to um try to uh escape your pursuers. Um and then uh, the rest of the group is gonna try and uh sneak out. So let's so as as you see him like jump off the wall, you hear him like he gets caught, he jumps off the wall. Um the group in the front, you see like the leader like, Whoa, what are you just standing there for? Get him and so you actually see it pulls um almost all the guards. There's only like two left on the northern side. They all start uh, chasing after this this guy who who booked it out of the grounds. You know, they all start to go, and two guys say, "Wait, you two stay with me, just in case there's someone else." But they're on the northern side, not on the western side. Okay, is the western side clear, or are there guys still patrolling? Yeah, there, so there's no one on the west or south side. Um, there's no one on the there's a whole bunch of people on the east side who are now like kind of running through the grass and leaping the fence. Um, and then on the north side, there are two guys plus what looks like probably the guy who owns the place. So I have a novel idea. Let's <laughs> go down the southwest side. I mean, is that what you guys are going to do? Yeah. Makes the most sense. Okay, make, make yeah. me, uh, everyone make stealth checks. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'll make one for... Uh, I'm gonna tap. Who's the worst at this? Um, definitely... Who's wearing plate? Yeah. Uh, Anthony's wearing plate, so he has disadvantage on all stealth checks. 
Um, can I pat him on the back, give him no disadvantage? So here's what's gonna happen. He's not even gonna roll. <laughs> I see the future, and in the future, he is very stealthy and rolls a 14. Can <laughs> I do it to Yamarashi? Or are you gonna help Yamarashi? No, I've too? only got one good roll. Alright, I'm gonna make Yamarashi have advantage or no disadvantage, whatever it is, okay? Okay, he, he'll get advantage. Okay, I so Grace Hana got a 20. That's going to be a 16 for Yamarashi. Tor, you have a 12. And Anthony has a 14. Actually, I don't know how that works with disadvantage. Does it just replace uh, one of his roles? I don't know, honestly. For what? I think My so. So replace a role. Uh, you replace the results. Yeah, it says oh, replace you replace a okay. result, but bef- no, you replace a role, the resulting role, but before we know the actual result, you say, GM, hold a minute. This is the real number. So, does that only work for one of the numbers on disadvantage? No, I think it's... We know what the number is, right? Cause we know yeah, I think, I think it's supposed to be like a portent of the future. So, I was going to say it's the, it's the... You're bending the fate, really. So Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, you guys all drop down, um, and you make it, like, uh, almost to the fence line before... Um, actually, excuse me. Yeah. You're, you make it to the fence line before, like... Um, one of the guards is like, you guys are like over the fence and he's like, wait, there's more uh, on the, uh, on the, uh, over, over there lightning on the south side. Lightning bolt. Mid <laughs> you fire lightning bolt. Mid-sentence lightning bolt. Okay. Make, make an attack roll. It's a line. If I can see him, I hit him. Yeah, you, you can see him. Oh, it actually then is going to also pass through the guy who owns the place and the other guard. <laughs> Because they're just, like, chilling in, like, a little clustered group really tight. Uh, where's the damage roll? Come on, game. The damage is right there. 22 lightning damage. Oh, shit. Oh, it is damage. Sorry, I thought that was an attack roll. Your second roll is baller. (laughs) (laughs) But, okay. Let's do these guys first. Guard 1 fails. Guard 2, natural 20, sees that thing coming. Uh, the hairs on the back of his neck stand up. This is the guy who owns the place. What's your DC? Uh, 15. The guy who owns the place also dodged it. Um, so, none of them go down, but you, they like see this like as he says, like, uh, oh my god, like there they are. You're just over the fence. You see this lightning bolt just boom, rips across the ground, singes all the grass in this huge line as it courses through the first guy, and he's just like, ah! And the next two, two guys just manage to like duck out of the way as it like strikes him. All right, he's we're like, still running. Okay, so you guys are booking it. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, uh, so let's do this first. Um, Blake. Yep. So, we are going into. Uh, one sec. I'm gonna grab my book. We are going into a run. What is your move speed per round? Uh, 30 feet. Okay. I finally managed to pick up the Dungeon Master's Guide. I'm super <laughs> excited. Like brand new. It smells amazing. Mm, probably shouldn't have said that, but I did own a copy, so I counted and Tim did, so totally counted. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I had a illegal copy for a while. But I mean, I like... I it's only... okay, me and Tim have one. It's okay. <laughs> okay, so... 
Um, Blake, you're going to roll initiative. All right. 12. Nice. Nice. I'm just rolling. So this, the first one is that these are the two original guards, the three and the one. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the second three is for that group to try and catch up to you. Um, so here's how the um, chase is going to work. Uh, the chase ends. As in combat, you can make one action and one move. Um, okay. The chase ends when one side drops out or you escape. Um, so the beginning distance between you and your pursuers after you leapt over the wall is going to be 20 feet, right? Because they were kind of 20 feet out. Yeah, you left yeah. over them 40 feet. Um, obviously, you can use the dash action every round and that kind of thing. You can freely use the dash action a number of times equal to three plus your con modifier. So what's your con modifier? Uh, one plus one. So, so you can use the dash action for free four times. Every time you use it after that is going to be, uh, you're going to need to see, succeed in a DC 10 con check or you're going to gain a level of exhaustion. You automatically lose if your exhaustion hits five because your <laughs> speed will become zero. Um... Uh, and you may, you know, use spells or attacks as you will. Um, or if you get far enough away, then you can make a stealth check to, you know, hide or... Um, okay. Jump into a building. <laughs> so you also have jump, um, and I'm also... You also have rogue's cunning action to dash, right? So I'm going to allow you, if you wanted to, you could theoretically dash twice a turn. Oh, yeah, do that. Um, hmm. Can't go fast. I do, but I think the double dash would still take up two of those. It would still would use up two of those dashes, but it would put a huge gap between you and your pursuers almost immediately. That's true. Blake, do you have ball bearings? Drop some. What, just run on top of them? No, no, no. <laughs> put, put them behind you as you run. They trip on Worst it. rogue ever. <laughs> he no man. He's gonna use his heelys to escape. Uh, okay. So I I don't have any caltrops. Worst. Rogue <laughs> <ever>. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna double dash then. Okay. So you're gonna move thirty feet. Uh, plus thirty feet, plus thirty feet. Uh, yes. So you move ninety feet this round, and you use two dashes. How far does he have to be before he can make a stealth check? Um, we'll we'll pass that bridge when we come to it. I was just wondering if you could do it. Oh, actually, it. it just says if neither side gives up the chase, the quarry makes a dexterity stealth check at the end of each round after every participant in the chase has taken his turn. Oh. Um, gotcha. and it's going to be compared to their perception, and if they don't see you anymore, then you're they lose they lose the the thread here. Okay, so you get 110 feet away. They're both going to try and dash to catch you. So that cuts that to 50. And they're going to use two left. They each have uh, four left. And the group is um, the group is far behind that. So they're like 100 feet behind that. Okay, so uh, make a stealth check. All right. Because you're, you're running through like alleys. Um, um, I'm assuming there's like once you got into the city area, it's going to get a little bit more thick. So if this chase continues to proceed, you could probably find some cover. But for now, you don't have any. Yeah, only a 14 for stealth. Okay, uh, first guy. Natural 20. And the other guy's a 19. They still see you, man. Fuck. 
Okay. They're like, there, there, and they, they keep uh, booking after you. So uh, now this is round two. All right. Make another double dash. That'll be it okay. for the dash actions. So, there's no way for you to break cover. Like, there's no line of sight breaks. Um, I mean, I'm saying, like, probably by about round three, there'll be a plenty of line of sight breaks. So um, that's going to be... You said, uh, so you move another 90 feet, so 140, yep. 90. They are also going to try and dash to catch up, but they are not rogues, so they can't do it twice. Um, so you're, you, like, you immediately just start booking it, and you put a huge distance between them. You're like 100, and, uh, no, you're not. You're 80 feet away from them now. Uh, in there. 130. Um, you want to make another stealth check for me? 16. Okay. Oh. Oh, natural <laughs> twenty. One bad. guy like like loses like stops for a second, but the second guy's like just starts like booking past him, and the other the other guy starts uh, chasing again. So th- this third round. Now you can still dash. You just risk run the risk of getting a um exhaustion. Um, yeah. As, as you're running out here, you actually realize you're you're running through like a more of a um like a, a crowded alleyway now. Um, it seems like there are more people too, so you're kind of starting to like weave in and out of people. Um, I need you to make me a dexterity check. Sure. Twenty-one. Yeah. So like you see, like there's actually um, it looks like a tavern to your left, and this guy just stumbles out of the tavern, completely drunk, and like collapse, like starts to fall down onto the street in front of you on all fours, and you just nimbly leap over him and uh, continue sprinting. Uh, Sounds good. So round they three. Leap over him. You mean leap twenty four feet in the air over him? Oh. <laughs> I didn't mean like an actual jump. I know, I know. <laughs> I, just, I should have given him advantage on the dexterity check for that. <laughs> um, and it's also been, keep in mind, it's been twelve seconds since this started, so you still got, yeah. you know, I would say probably another six rounds of jump. All right. Uh, so this is third round. So movement, I'm going to take one dash action. So I have to do the, which is that again? Uh, DC 10 con check. Okay. Oh, I need close. Speed. So you're going to gain. You're going to get a point of exhaustion, which is just a disadvantage on all your um ability checks. Okay. From now on. Um, but you do move another 60 feet. Um. They are gonna dash again, so they 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 keep on you. However, um, now that you've moved through that like large amount of people, you're gonna gain advantage on your next stealth check because there are plenty of things to kind of hide behind and people milling around in this area. All right. God damn. Oh my 14. goodness, Blake. Well, that's a. Oh, God ah. damn it. <laughs> so one of the guys is like, I don't see him at all, and again, this other guy, he's like, he was trained, man. He's born to be a guard. He sees you. And he's like running you down. Uh, I'm actually going to check what the second point of exhaustion does in 5th edition. Um, okay. Just in case. Uh, okay, so now it's uh, round 4. Okay. Uh... I guess I'm just... I believe in your blanket. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to regular move. I'm not going to dash anymore. Oh, yeah. On, on a second point of exhaustion, your speed would be half. Yeah, no. I don't want that. 
So you move another 30 feet. You can still take an action now um, if you wanted to. If I had any ranged weapons, I totally would do that. Um, so they're going to... So you move 30, you go to 110. So they close the gap on you because they still have dashes available to them. Um, so they close to about 50 feet of you and you, you're going to get another stealth check here. Okay, come on that 20. Okay, 25, uh, 25 could be worse. Pretty good. Um, so, uh, you like run and you're like, oh, finally, using your jump, you see like an open second story window. You just freaking leap, you dive right through the second story window um, into luckily what is an empty room. Um, and as you do that, the guards, like you can hear them outside like, where, where did he go? He, he must have turned a corner here. And they start going around. And then after a few moments later, you see the like kind of group of guards that was like fanning out also begin to um, continue to head east. All right, you can perfect. Hear them like thunder through. Citra's going to take a moment to breathe, and that's it for watch that chase your, scene, I suppose. Yeah. Watch your wanted, watch your, uh, wanted meter flash. Yeah, <laughs> blink. it bl it blinks. Your three stars blinks, blinks, blinks until it uh, disappears. Thanks for reminding me of that. All right, my group. Let's Correct. upgrade this to a kidnapping. <laughs> uh, Think about what? it. Most of his guards have peeled off. Just saying. Take out his two guards. Knock him out. Get him to the safe house. You wanna add... You wanna add... Kidnapping to our... <laughs> to our resumes, yes. Are you... Is that Tony saying that? Or is that <laughs> Tor saying that? Both? <laughs> I'm just saying, they really want this guy, like, they wanna... They wanna teach him a lesson. Let's upgrade the lesson for free. Well, maybe not for uh... free. Maybe we'll have to ask for extra... <laughs> I mean... Or we just knock him out and leave him. I'll put him to a vote. I vote for kidnapping. <laughs> I... I mean, robbing him, I feel like, is enough of a lesson. I don't think we need to cross to kidnapping. Okay, that's fair. Alright, you're the tiebreaker, Anthony. I mean... It's not that big of a leap from, you know, robbery and all this and, you know, breaking and entering to, to you know, taking hostage. <laughs> it's not, not that big of a leap, whoa, whoa, but whoa. I still, uh, I don't know. I don't know if we should do it. Hostage know. taking implies that we're cornered and that we're losing. I, I mean, I, would, <sighs> I don't know if my character would be okay with that. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's why I put two a vote. I lost this round. All right, we, so we need a, we have to run away then, or we have to knock them out. We need hands free so that Let's we can carry all our stuff, all of our fat loots. So, are you guys uh looking to move into combat with these guys? Are you looking to let's to... try to run away. At least put more distance between us and the rest of the guards. Okay, so right now you have about a um. Like a forty-foot lead on them, so you can start running if you want. Go on. 
Uh, first, yep. first you're gonna roll initiative for. Oh, see, so you said chase... I could run, and they're like, you gotta roll. Well, no, chase number two, man. God, if you man. guys are gonna run from him, you gotta be in initiative because it might turn. Being very consistent. Seventeen. Guard one, guard two, and leader man. Leader hosen. Leader hosen. Oh. Okay. Guys, uh, roll initiatives. Everyone but Cassidra, who's already escaped. Ten. Distractions at the safe house. Are we running toward it? Yes, uh, you are actually running towards the safe house. Blake was running not away from run it. into it until we actually get away. So, Grayson has a ten. Anthony, what do you have? Let me roll. Uh... Laptop is so slow. There we go. Okay. What have I got? Eleven. You got an eleven? Yamarashi also. Oh no, Yamarashi has a fifteen. Show up. I'm just giving my guys tokens too. Oh, 18, 11, 18. I really okay. wish I left Greece prepared. Just saying. <laughs> Greece is your is your go to spell. They're eventually gonna call I you Tola Greece Master. I took it off though today to prepare to tech magic for the all the traps, so I don't have it. Also, I'm out of first level spells, so there's that. Um, who hasn't rolled? I don't know. I'm just assuming Yamash is going at the slowest player. Oh, no, you did too. Sorry. Sorry, I didn't populate you. Okay. Are we just assuming Yamashi will pass fail depending on how we do? Oh, uh, because... yeah. He, he is a 15. He's He might attack, though, later if you guys decide to turn around, jump shot these guys. Okay. Let's do it. First up looks like these guys. So they're going to... I mean, I'm a, let's, let's, you guys get a surprise round first, I'm going to assume, because, I mean, it'd be kind of stupid if they just, we run. Yeah. And so you guys want to run and dash or you want to run and cast or do something? Uh, I'm doing full run. So double my movement. Do you have anything that can slow them down? Uh... They would be closer to me for that to happen. Um, there is a way, but uh, that would violate my kit. My character can mechanically do it, but I my character would not morally be willing to do it. Gotcha. Okay. So, no, I'm double moving. Yeah, double move. What I would say, how many rounds do we get until we're going to be exhausted? Depends on uh, it's, it depends on your con. So it's three plus your con, how many times you can dash. So... Okay. Three plus con? So I can yeah. do four. So four. Yeah, so I'll I'll do the full run first. Yeah, so what I was thinking is we should do like three rounds. If we're not, if then we we'll do something. It, we should use the third round to like position or the fourth round to position ourselves. Yeah. So we can um, get the jump. So yeah, so first round I'll just do. I'll go as fast as I can, Dash. essentially. 
Okay, yeah. so you guys are all going to dash. Now, as you guys dash, you realize that uh, Grace Hanna is a little bit slower than all you gents. Right? Grace Hanna, you have 25. Yep. So um, she moves 50 feet while all you guys move 60. Are you guys? Do you want to keep pace with her, or do you want to... Um, I'm pretty stealthy, so, I mean, if we can split up, we can split up. Probably try and stay close. Yeah, but, yeah, just go, go ahead, me. that's fine. Okay, so you guys get 90 feet away, they're gonna, um, close to 30 feet, and you're guys gonna make your first set of stealth checks. Okay. 21. 21 as well. Hey, wow. Anthony. Garibus. Oh, my mic was muted. My bad. I, I've got dogs barking here. <laughs> roll your, roll your... Alright, I'm on it. So... 15. Yeah, so one of the guards uh, spots you guys. <laughs> you have disadvantage on all stealth checks, Anthony, so you have a 10, by the way. Um, it's, it's a group I, stealth I check, so... Uh, one, two, three. Yeah, so... so uh, Not the leader guy. One of the guards, like, points and says, Look, they're, they're grouped. There they are. Run. Get them. So you guys don't get away. Uh, make your second make your second run. You guys are all going to dash again, I'm assuming? Yes. Okay. So they're going to close within 20 feet. But as you guys are running this way, um, you realize that there is a crowd here. It looks like um, like these people are kind of, we're just kind of congregating after the bucket brigade to put out like some of these burning buildings. So just keep in mind that you're running towards basically a, a crowd of people. Uh, I'm going to easily... Um... So, this is probably how you want to do my calculate, but Grace Hana, can pa as a halfling, can pass through, like, medium-sized creatures, even though not friendly, without, like, anything. So, can I say I will use the crowd as much as possible to break line of sight, because I'm tiny? Yeah, definitely. Um, and you won't have to, on the, in the third and round, you won't I'll, have to make the checks. I won't necessarily take the same path as my buddy, other buddies, because I don't have as much movement speed. So, I'm going to do, like, a... I'm doing... I'm going to do some... I will direct paths since I can just go through people. I'm gonna go between the legs and everything. Um. Uh, so they they see you guys approaching. Like, quick, stop one of them before they get through the uh, the crowd. Um. But you guys can still make your. I mean, they're twenty feet away. So you guys can still make stealth checks. I would assume, but stealth checks with maybe avenge for me for the crowd uh you guys are gonna hit the crowd next turn not this turn so okay yeah. you guys are great at this that's pretty much stealth checks are like terrible like mechanically uh 25 for me three for anthony oh uh, you guys were gonna fail there's no way you can pass with a seven and a three it's I don't oh, think actually, if Yamarashi rolls a natural 20, it does count as two successes. So, uh, pow, an eight. Nope. They, they see you approaching this crowd. Um, 
So you guys are going to run forward and plunge into the crowd. Um, I'm assuming you guys are sprinting again. Yeah, I'm going to go straight through people because I can. Right. Um, so as you get there, uh, Alex, you will not have to make this, but everyone else needs to make an either a, a check of some oh, yeah, sort. Athletics or acrobatics check to try and move through the crowd unimpeded. Um, on a failed check, you are. it's going to be considered difficult terrain for moving through that area for 10 feet. Or... These all these peasants are gonna stop our wizard. You wish you just shot a lightning bolt at them. So Anthony, Alex, and Yabarashi. Yeah, all managed to just pass into this crowd easily. But uh, the wizard has quite the time moving through. So you're gonna, um, but considering she only moves fifty feet maximum anyway. For oh, you can only move. 40 feet, that means, because 10 feet is going to be difficult terrain, which is going to cause double boot speed to be consumed. So that's 20 feet right there, and then you can move... No, if you move 50 feet total, because 60 would be become 50. Yeah. Yeah. So you still move 50 feet, actually, because Grace Hanna didn't have to worry about it. But they also have to worry about it, so let's see what their, their roles are here. Oh, but their athletics is pretty good. Oh, sorry, the last one doesn't have 20. doesn't have plus 6 athletics. But he has a natural 20, so it's a, two, a 22 instead. So they also all, like, managed to get, uh, like, start passing through this crowd. And, like, the guards are like, get out of the way! And, like, pushing people out of the way. Um, so make another set of stealth checks, but this time it's going to be with advantage as you are now all, like, kind of weaving in and out of people in the crowd. And, like, they're starting to get rowdy, like, people running through them. Uh, do I uh, see them push them? Yeah, like you see the guards like like pushing people out of land, so I'm just gonna yell, you guys just gonna take that Persuasion. Yeah, you can make a you can make a persuasion check. Incite the crowd. So epic. Epic. Seventeen? Dude just shout like, Are you guys gonna take that? Yeah. Um one of the guys is like Yeah, yeah, stop shoving, huh? Um, those two guards, oh no, they wouldn't be wearing that. Okay, so they're like, yeah, yeah, who do you think you are, buddy? And he's like, I know him. He's that fancy guy who sells to all the royals. And like, so like, you kind of get the crowd. The crowd actually is now like starting to like jostle and push back against them. So they're still, even though they pass, they're still going to get um impeded moves. It's going to take them time because they don't want to like... Unless they're actively using violence to get out of the way. I mean, they are, like, kind of pushing, but they're not really willing to, like... They're not drawing ...smash people yet. quite yet. Like, one of them does draw their weapon, and he's like, Back up! And they're, you know, like, the people kind of step back, but they're still, like, all leering... Right. Yeah, like, leering at them. Um, Make your stealth checks. Uh, Grisana, 20... 22, 17... Oh... That's three passes, so let's see. 32. So, while these, like, as a combination, like, you, you say, like, you're just going to take that, and you guys kind of, like, dive off to the side, and they, like, as they draw their weapons and kind of menace the, the, the peasants to kind of, like, get back, and then they look back up to find you guys, and they can't find you. Like, wh where did they go? 
No, no, I took my eyes off them for a second. You can hear them like, well, find them, you fools. They were in my house. He's like, I I have to return. I need to know why they were there. I told you we should have burned it down. I thought you did start the fire. Uh, Tony, no, Tony never started a fire inside the house. Alright, let's get to the hideout. Do it. Oh, you guys all managed to uh actually get away. Um, so as you guys you guys eventually circle back around to the hideout. Um you see Kazidra there already waiting. Um you guys going through the back courtyard and are inside this boarded up house with your uh crate full of treasure. Uh as well as the earring and the mask. Well, how much? Uh, how much is the deep skills taking? Or what's they're, their cut? they're taking seventy percent because they provide the they provided the blueprints, the... the mark. Um, they're and yeah, they're going to be let. Up. They're going to be hooking you up with um the password and location of the bazaar. So and potential sellers and information. Yeah, all right. Um, do you guys want to like? Uh, Wasn't there a few interesting yeah, items? There's an earring. Um, there's the that crossbow that Kazidra said he already took, so I'm assuming he's holding, and the mask. What looks like a, a completely white oh, porcelain. Don't I have mask. a skull too? Yeah, you. I think from the uh, other room you grabbed. Yeah, but we haven't looked. I haven't looked at it. Yeah, there was a there was a wooden bowl. A um, percussion instrument and a uh, humanoid skull, but I don't know if you took all those things or if you only took the skull. I took the skull, unless the other things were right next to the skull. No, I mean they were all—they were like in three separate display cases. I don't remember if you guys. Mm, that. I think I only took the skull. Yeah, I think you guys only took the skull as well. Okay. So, um, so you guys want to? You're going to take a short rest and kind of catch our breath after running a yeah. bunch? Yes. Yeah. So you guys uh, take a short rest. Um, Blake, are you kind of trying to, are you guys trying to hold these items and figure out what they are by tuning them? Yes. Uh, yes. Not sorry to tune but at least find out what they are. Um, so the crossbow... Um, as you like are, are looking at it, you see um, carved into the un- underside of the the bow um, some like almost like a, a signature, and it seems that this once per day this crossbow bolt can fire a bolt that travels in a sixty foot straight line. Um, it deals. Uh, it's it deals the two d six attack damage to everything in the line, um, and they can make a DC fourteen dexterity save for half. Uh, otherwise, it functions as a normal crossbow. Um, Sweet. So, so it's like dragon breath. It's a sixty foot. Yeah, it's a sixty foot line for two d six. Yeah, it's dragonborn dragon um, breath. That's pretty cool. The name and uh, you you notice like under the signature that's uh, carved into it. It underneath is in in like a the elvish version of quotes is the last word is what it's called. Alrighty. Um, 
The White Mask. Blake, you uh, actually kind of remember these. It's a mask that when worn and attuned to, it um, melds to the skin so you can no longer see it and gives you the same face. Uh, those who are trying to gain insight onto your words uh, gain disadvantage. And um, when someone is speaking and attempting a diplomacy or bluff check, or excuse me, persuasion or uh, bluff check, uh, rolls below 10 are treated as 10. And the earring um, can cast Detect Thoughts, uh, DC 13, as well as uh, once per day. And once per day it can cast... Oh, I forget the name of the spell. Can't read my book. What does it do? Um, it's the one that creates the eyeball that you can either hear in a place that you know of that can either um, transmit sounds or sights of the location until Cry. it's dispelled. It's not Scry. Um, it literally creates like a physical eyeball in the location. Worry about that later, but uh, so it's like it's like worse than Scry, but it's a lower level spell than Scry. That's a utility spell that might be fun to use. Um, and Blake, you recognize these items? Like these are um, a lot of the magical items in the Drow Fey world, since. Um, a lot of people don't try to like openly attack their enemies, deal with um, deception and, you know, being able to uh, lie effectively, manipulate effectively, those types of things. Gain information. Yeah, yeah. So about our uh, creepy skull. The creepy skull, Um, you can kind of feel a hum of magic from it, but sitting with it does not um, do anything for you. Um, but while you feel the edges of the skull, you can kind of feel like a very, very, not light, but like faint, like ridges just carved all the way into it. Concentric ridges that make these kind of sweeping patterns all around the skull. Almost like if you were feeling the edge of a record with just your fingers. Uh, other than that, you don't know. And I think we're going to end there for tonight, ladies and gents. About my wacky books. Oh god damn man, the wacky books. You can, um, you can sit with one of them. You can't sit with like seven of them at once, you know what I'm saying? Uh the uh, holiday one. Ah uh, yes. Um so one holy day um seems to have information relating to let me just make sure I say her name right. Yeah. Seems to have, uh, like, this. first of all, this this book is written not in Elvish. It's written in common. Um, it seems to be from the mortal plane. Um, and it seems to be a book with relation to Melora, um, who is occasionally worshipped by elves. Uh, she's a goddess of nature. We're not quite sure um, if this book confers any benefits, although it, um, you'd think that, uh, based on her nature, she's also um, 
trying to like she's like she's like the nature deity um and you feel like the the book is not opening up all its power to you actually no um you also you never mind it, it wouldn't even though you're in a city um you feel the book kind of resonate with the tattoo that you have on your skin Um, and that there, there's some link there to, to, to nature magic. But it, it doesn't f like fully open up to you, but you do get a little bit more. You do feel that, that connection to nature. Okay. Um, so... Good job, guys. I was I thought you were gonna miss the second treasure room altogether. Honestly, honestly. Mainly because we had to find a way out. <laughs> yeah, you're like oh, we're stuck in this basement. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah, because like you were supposed to go through the atrium down through the tree to get <laughs> to that room. <laughs> Time for um, crazy magic puzzles. Yeah, you guys are like oh, we'll skip the magic puzzle. Uh, we'll go down. But the best part was you, you skipped the magic puzzle, but still, so you still tripped the magic puzzle trap. So that's why you couldn't get down off the second floor. <laughs> uh, wow. And you can thank your wizard for that. He took all the books. Is that what the books were about? We're pretty awesome at what we do. Well, what can one, we say? One, I would say one of the books is direct related to the, the only purpose of its magic nature is... Um, to like work with the puzzle to figure out how to get into the tree. Huh. So congrats. Well, I oh, mean, you're actually also reading all... books is for losers. Pulling so, off this heist, you, know. you also all get, are going to gain enough experience to level up. Alright, so get that done by next, yep. next week. Congrats, congrats, guys, and I will uh, see you next week. We did yep. a thing! I'm off. Thanks, guys. Thanks yeah, I'm going to hop off as well. Bye.